Well, good morning. Welcome to the Pulse WV Live, a network that beats to the heart of God. I am your host, John Fowler, and good morning from Taze Valley, West Virginia, and the Pulse Church. Today is Wednesday, November the 16th. It's uh, clipping right along. Thanksgiving weekend is next weekend, and it's amazing how fast this year has gone. Thank you for joining us, and uh, want to thank all the ones for the uh, nice um, compliments about the, the podcast and how it helps them. And man, I really appreciate that so much. And we encourage you because there is a group of people that uh, that don't attend church on a regular basis that I try to send the podcast and the sermons to. So there is a share button that you could go to and that you could actually send these podcasts to friends of yours, especially if there's a topic that uh, that hits home with uh, a friend or a family member and says, hey, my my brother needs to hear that, or my sister needs to hear that, or this person needs to hear this. And so you can get the point out. If you see the background, um, this is me flying uh, in Braxton County uh, several weeks ago, and the weather was just absolutely gorgeous, and the sunshine, well, you see the sun going down, and Andy Stout, I want to thank Andy Stout for taking that picture. I posted that on Facebook. What was really funny is somebody said, if you're flying the plane how are you taking the picture? And I really hope that that person was joking. I really do. Well, let's get into the study today. We're talking about the silent voice, and I think this is going to help a lot of us. So let's pray. Father, I thank you for this podcast that goes around the world. And Lord, I just pray for the ones that are struggling today in in an area of their life. And I just pray you lead, guide, and direct, and we give you thanks and praise and honor. I pray that you helped me to, to give the word today that you gave to me, and we thank you for it, and we praise you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. So uh, here, let's get into this today, because I think this is going to help a lot of us. Okay, the title is The Silent Voice. So the voice crying in the wilderness. We're going to talk about this for a minute. We're going to talk about John the Baptist uh, for, a, for a second also. But the voice crying in the wilderness is someone who is pointing out the dangers in a situation or the truth about it, but nobody is paying attention. That is what a voice crying in the wilderness is. Now, let me define, and let me read that one more time just to drive it home. A voice crying in the wilderness is someone who is pointing out the dangers in a situation uh, or the truth about that situation. But nobody is paying attention. One thing that the church needs to be doing is crying in the wilderness. And we're going to talk about this. And we need to be pointing out the dangers of sin and getting people saved so that they don't have to go to hell. And this includes family members, friends, church folk, people that you work with. We need to be talking about this because Jesus is coming soon. Let's talk about the wilderness. We need to find wilderness. It's an area of land that has not been used to grow crops or had, uh, or had towns or roads built in it. It's a desolate area, especially because it is difficult to live in as a result of its extremely cold or hot weather or bad earth. Now, let's talk about this. Because I believe that we know where the wilderness is. The wilderness is in the places that we should not be in. That's where the earth is bad. That's where it's either too hot or too cold. That means that it's where 
uh, where the crops will not grow. We need to stay out of those places. But here's the thing. The church needs to go into those places to get the people out, to preach repentance in the wilderness. And, and this is not a, a, a place that a church should inhabit. We should not inhabit the, um, a, a place in the wilderness. We, know, we should not be there uh, putting up camp, so to speak. You know, I always tell people, they say, well, I feel like I'm in a valley. Well, <clears throat> while you're in the valley, learn what you need to learn and then get out because the devil will beat up on you in the valley. And in the wilderness, there is, it's, it's not a place that you should be. But I will say this, and you say, were well, you talking out of both sides of your mouth? We need to be in the wilderness getting people out of it because those people, the wilderness is the drug, the people that are on drugs, the people that are, uh, are sex addicts, the people that are struggling uh, with, uh, with porn, the people that are struggling with lust, the people that are, are, are struggling with drinking and drugs, and um, not only that, but gossip and all the things that are not of the fruit of the Spirit. These are the people that are, are in the wilderness. Here's the problem. A lot of the church is in the wilderness because they're living like the world. You know, you can't sleep around and, and, and really profess Christianity. You say, well, I do it all the time. Well, the Bible tells you not to. Well, I just have that need. No. The Bible tells us in Romans chapter 6 and Romans chapter 8 to get our flesh under control. Our flesh has to be put under control. Well, I just, you know, I just can't help from from taking drugs or I can't just can't help from drinking. Look, any anything that you're going through, God can help you to start or God can help you to stop. You can do it. But here's the key is that the church should not be in the wilderness living. If the church is going to the wilderness, it's to get people out of the wilderness. You say, well, what do we do when we, get, we go there? Well, I'm talking about the person. You could be in the city, but be in the wilderness. You say, well, what do you mean? You could be doing drugs in the city, but you're in the wilderness. You could be having sex outside of marriage and be living in the wilderness, but li- be living in the city. You say, well, that's crazy. I've never heard that. I thought it was okay. No, those things are not okay. Those things are not okay. And and the thing about it is there's people in the church that are shacking up. There's people in the church that are living together. There's people in the church that are having sex outside of marriage and just think it's okay. And it's time for the church to become the church and not be in the wilderness. The wild, And so here's what we need to be doing. We need to be sharing people, sharing with people, and, and talking about the dangers of a situation called sin and telling them the truth about it. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Not my opinion, not your opinion, but what God says. And, and the problem with being in the wilderness, nobody is paying attention. Well, are people paying attention in the country? Are people paying attention in the city? It's unfortunate that bad things have to happen, and uh, Evangelist Scott Means and I were talking about this. He said, I believe it's going to take a shaking in this world to, be, to bring people back to Jesus. And it's unfortunate, 
But the Democrats are doing real good at that. So just let them let them do it, and then uh, we'll we'll clean it up as Christians today. The see, here's the thing: the silent voice is the church. Has the church become the silent voice? The church has become a silent voice in society, and that's a big problem. That's a big problem. Let me give you a scripture over in Isaiah chapter 40 and verse 33 through 8. It says, the voice of him that crieth in the wilderness. Here's what we need to be doing. Prepare ye the way of the Lord maketh straight in the desert and a highway of our God. Every valley shall be exalted. Every mountain and every hill shall be made low. And the crooked shall be made straight, and the rough places plain. Now that this is what this is what we're learning in, in Isaiah chapter forty, is we're learning the demographics of the land. You need to know the demographics of the land of where you're ministering, what's going on, the people, uh, the the friends that you have. How can you win them to Jesus and tell them that they need to repent? For prepare ye the way of the Lord, make us straight in the desert and the highways of our God. Every valley shall be exalted, every mountain shall, every mountain and hill shall be made low, and the crooked shall be made straight, and the rough places plain. And the glory of the Lord shall be revealed in all flesh. In all flesh shall see it together, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken it. And the voice said, cry. And he said, what shall I cry? All flesh in grass and all the goodness thereof in all the flowers in the field. The grass withereth and the flowers fadeth, but the spirit of the Lord bloweth upon it. Surely the people is the grass. The grass withereth and the flowers fade, but the word of God shall stand forever. And guess what? The Word of God is inside of you. And the Word of God needs to come out because if you're a silent voice, you're still speaking. Now get that. The church has become a silent voice in society. The church isn't crying out. Let me give you what verse 5 said. Even though your mouth is closed, you are still speaking. Now think of that. Even though your mouth is closed, you are still speaking. Your absence in the church speaks. Wow. Your absence in the church speaks. It's not a priority. It's not a priority. Isn't that good? The Lord just gave me that. So even though your mouth is closed, you are still speaking. Do you care? Then the next thing is, your absence in the church speaks that it's not a priority. Let me read verse 5 to you again. And the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together. For the mouth of the Lord hath spoken it. So let me ask you something. What does your mouth speak? What does your mouth speak? Are you speaking joy and peace and love? 
Are you speaking uh, gossip, slander, strife? Let me give you a scripture I haven't read to you in a while. Proverbs chapter 18, 21. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. If we're preaching Jesus, and the only way you can preach Jesus is to get Jesus in your heart, then you will not be a silent voice. You'll know. But let me tell you something. Even though your mouth is closed, you are still speaking. Do you care? And your absence in the church speaks. Now let me give you another scripture here over in Matthew chapter 3. This is good study today. Matthew chapter 3, verses 1 through 6. Thank you, Jesus. Here's what it says. In those days came John the Baptist. John the Baptist is a cousin of Jesus who was born six months before him. Actually, when Mary and Elizabeth got together, when Mary was going through uh, through uh, uh, being pregnant and trying to figure this whole thing out, John the Baptist actually leaped in his womb, in her womb, and was filled with the Holy Ghost. Here's what it says. And saying, repent ye, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. This is what John the Baptist was doing. He was preaching in the wilderness. We have to go to the wilderness to get these people. That means we don't stay in the wilderness, but he's preaching in the wilderness of Judea. For this is he that has spoken of by the prophet Isaiah, saying the voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord, make his path straight. That's the same thing I read over in Isaiah. Now remember, Isaiah is Old Testament, and Matthew is New Testament, but it carried over. Prepare ye the way of the Lord, make his path straight. And the same John had his remnants of camel hair and leather gild, and leather and gild about his loins, and his meat was locusts and wild honey. And what he was doing is he said he went out to him in, in Jerusalem and all of Judea and all of the regions round about Jordan and were baptized of him in the Jordan confessing their sins. See, let me tell you something. You have things that are inside of you that you only know about. Are those things eating you alive because you don't have anybody to share those things with? Let me tell you something. Find somebody that you can trust. Find somebody that won't air your dirty laundry on Facebook and talk to them about it. Share with them. Have them pray with you about it. Get that off your shoulders. Because let me tell you something, you need to get that off your shoulders. Because you're carrying things that you shouldn't be carrying. You need to give those things to Jesus. And then find yourself somebody that you can communicate with and say, hey, I need to talk to you about this. And then get it off of your plate and repent of it and move on. God can do great things with you with this. So John the Baptist was in the wilderness preaching repentance. And so with the voice of the church, if we weren't silent, we would be preaching repentance, not screaming at people, not telling them they're going to hell. They already know it. But to let people know that Jesus loves them, that you are loved, and that you can make it, and that you will make it. 
A silent voice is crying out for help. You could be that, you could be that person that causes that other person to open up because that silent person is calling for help. A Christian should be pointing out the dangers of sin to your friends and to your family. Absolutely. I do it all the time to people. I share the gospel because, let me tell you something, we're going around the world with this thing, and I thank God for it. I don't take it for granted, and I thank God for doing it. Listen to what Romans, I read this yesterday in the podcast, Romans chapter 10, verse 9. It says, "If if that if thou shalt confess with your mouth, isn't that amazing? We're talking about the silent voice. Stop being silent. If the enemy can shut you up, Pastor Wright said this for years, if the enemy can shut you up, he will shut you down. Confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, and thou shalt believe in thy heart that God hath raised him from the dead. Thou shalt be saved. So you're confessing with your mouth Jesus Christ and that you shall believe. So you confess, you believe, and then it says that thou shalt be saved. Just ask the Lord today, Father, just say, Father, forgive me of my sins. I ask you to come into my life and live. I ask you to use me for your kingdom, glory, and honor. You pray that prayer today, let us know, tell us about it. Let somebody else know. Get in a Bible-believing church. Because let me tell you something, the absence, you being absent in the church, speaks. It's not a priority. Now, people have to work, I know. People People have to work, I understand that. But do we just stay home because of something you just don't want to go? Let me tell you something, I need church. I need it. I've been saved for 33 years, and uh, no, actually 42 years. And I need Jesus to help me every day. And so if I'm with church people who love Jesus, let me tell you something. It's an awesome thing. And I love you, and I pray for you often. Let us know if you have a prayer request, because we pray every night at 8, 8 p.m. And the information for you to do that is on the Pulse Gasaway. You can join us all around the world. It's 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We hope to see you. John Sandy in the house tomorrow, Thursday edition of the Pulse WV Live, a network that beats to the heart of God. You want to give to this ministry, we encourage you to do so. You could text the word Pulse to 1304-244-3187. Go to thepulsechurch.com, give through PayPal. Or mail your love gift to P.O. Box 141, Gasaway, West Virginia, 26624. Have a great day, everybody. We love you, and we care about you. And thanks for listening and watching the Pulse WV Live. Be sure to share the broadcast. Let people know. Have a great day, everybody.